0: Welcome to episode number 16 of the Australian Athletic Podcast. For the first time, we're actually recording it live so you can see what goes on behind the scenes of a podcast. Nothing that much interesting. I'm here with Adam today and of course, Mickey here. Adam, how are you? Good, bro. Nice. Nice, chilled Thursday morning where we're going to start talking about social media and the strength and conditioning industry. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm -hmm. Where should we start from?
1: Start with the good because I think... A lot of what we've posted has probably been critical and it may have come across as if we think it's all negative or particularly I think it's all negative because it's been largely me that's written that stuff. It's not all negative. It's just that sometimes the negative is, and the, let's say the bad and the ugly is far more visible than the good because a lot of the good with S&C and uh, social media sorry, is often behind closed doors. Like Social media provides a platform and then there's a lot of conversations that happen with people overseas, etc., you wouldn't have access to it without socials. But those the good conversations often happen behind closed doors. Yep. And oftentimes, the ugly boils over into the more public forums. So we get a little over with the negative, I think, sometimes.
0: Absolutely. I think the negative aspect of fitness and social media grabs attention a lot quicker. Yeah, for sure.
1: I, I think s- it's, that's, that's far bigger than this industry. That's yeah, it's not
0: just our industry, but I think we see it typically because everyone likes to post... Well, dumb shit that we see yeah. on online, and all the negatives of fitness on social media.
1: I think in this industry, there's a lot of misconceptions, like there is in every industry. But if in in other industries, the misconceptions aren't quite so sexy. Yeah. Where in strength conditioning, fitness, etc., a lot of the the sexy stuff is misconceptions. So then that's where you get all these flash exercises with bosos and circus tricks and all that. Where in other industries. The stupid shit isn't actually appealing enough for people to really take notice yeah
0: so let's talk about the good um we'll start off with some names what are the go-to channels that you actually see on social media that are just fantastic and provide a good source of information
1: there's so many i mean it's hard to to pick a handful but like obviously we're big fans of like um kia rugby strength coach angus bradley puts out a lot of good stuff there, there's so many it's hard to pick i i pick them too because i find them both hilarious but There's a lot of good places that you can pick up information that wouldn't be as readily accessible elsewhere. Someone like Powering Through, who, I mean, from my understanding, is a relatively small gym in terms of its footprint in the UK, but his outreach has been incredible because William's running an amazing program, doing a great job, doing all the right things, and it's a guy running a gym that's had this massive reach now because he's done a good job. That's massively positive. We should be celebrating people like that. Um, We talked, we gave a shout out couple of years ago now to i think his name's alex cortez who runs um integrated bodies in mackay i think Mm -hmm. that's a guy running a gym in mackay that no one outside of mackay it's like it's a small place it's a long way away people wouldn't have known him or known his gym they knew him from his resume but not so much the gym if not for social media has given him a platform to reach places like us being in adelaide we find out about a guy who's doing a great job in mackay kind of thing i think that's really cool it i think we probably need to make an this is us too. There needs to be more celebration of that.
0: Yeah. There needs to be more of an effort to actually shout those guys out because they're not usually the biggest channels on Instagram, Oftentimes, Facebook, yeah. or YouTube because they're not for the wider population. They are for a niche market of those that are truly looking to improve themselves in the gym to benefit their sport.
1: Outside looking in, I can't comment because I'm not in their shoes, but it almost seems like the bigger the platform grows, the harder it gets for them because you see like, some of the, the comments, the... The questions he cops in the Q and As that say rugby strength coach gets, you can see my guy get frustrated because of course he's getting frustrated with some of the shit that he gets sent. So it's almost harder for those big platform guys because I can't remember how many followers Kier's got, but it's a lot. especially a lot for a strength and conditioning coach, where the smaller channels like an integrated bodies type thing, they have less outreach, but they also gives them the freedom to do kind of. What They're they not want. dealing with the same stream of bullshit yeah. that might come across Keir's account.
0: The, pro- the issue isn't necessarily the content itself. It's that there will always be someone to pick apart the bad and even the good.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: you I can't think- portray everything good in one Instagram post, one mm-hmm. meme, or okay. even one article. Because there's always going to be external factors that you can't account for in a yeah. hundred words or less.
1: I think that's probably the original sin of social media, is that it condenses everything into such a, a soundbite, a meme, a tweet, it's all so condensed. Something as complex as the human body, which is what strength and conditioning is, what rehab is, it's an inherently bad fit for a massively complex system and massively complex methods and caveats and if, buts and maybes and all of that. And then you put it into something like social media that gives you the illusion of black and white and then creates black and white arguments about something that's gray. And it's always going to lead to low quality conversation unless you can actually sit down and really pass it out with someone. And social media is unfortunately badly geared for that.
0: Yeah, 100%. It's You have to grab attention quickly. And if you do something that's too specific then no one's going to really care about it. Whereas if you do a statement like, like everyone should strength train. Oh, what if I've never been exposed to the gym before? What if I've never done this? Of course, there's more context to it, but you have to grab attention as quickly as possible. So these channels that are actually giving out good contact need to be celebrated more so than torn apart.
1: 100%. And I think that's where that's why I'm so impressed with what William Whalen at Powering Through has done or um, Alex at Integrated Bodies. I'm sorry if I've got your name wrong. But yeah. Um, <laughs> A lot of these channels that have built high quality sources of information on social media have done it and managed to keep the new ones along with a social media friendly sort of way of doing it. It, it ticks both boxes which is so difficult to do because the circus, circus tricks are so attractive for a social media and without naming names, there's there are three or four different major accounts in strength and conditioning that peddle absolute bullshit that really hacks the algorithm because it's a party trick it's it looks cool it's eye-catching and then we've got people thinking that is what strength and conditioning is and then you know young it makes it really difficult for young coaches because this isn't a social media thing but the internet has made it uh, information so accessible that when young coaches go looking for information then they have to dissect between the circus tricks good exercises people then naturally gravitate the other way from the circus tricks because that's how human nature works and then they go all right well i'm not that i'm old school and then people overly hang their hat on old school you get a ripper toe character who's wonderful for strength training really good for getting barbells onto people into their training he's had a great effect there but it's not a program that's suitable for athletes so then people gravitate too far the other way and now we've got this sort of polarized environment where it's old school versus new school when neither of them are particularly suitable kind of thing
0: yeah then how, do I guess, does someone go starting up, whether or not they're in their own personal training business or their own gym, how do they start up a social media account, put out good content, actually put it out to as many people as possible?
1: The closest thing I've found to a common thread between the guys that are doing a great job that I've mentioned so far is that they're all really, really clear, concise communicators, and they can say, they can express the nuance with brevity so that it still fits social media because if you come in with a long rambling post that just doesn't work for social media that's sort of the reality of it people it's gonna it's the old too long didn't read kind of thing someone like an Angus Bradley or a Kier or William Whalen's done an amazing job of it can present that kind of information in a way that's Instagram friendly so William Whelan's are often like swipe rights and they'll be uh, sorry swipe lefts and there might be seven pictures But he's boiled them down to keynotes So well That then it's digestible yeah. and that, But it's so difficult To be able to It's so uncommon I should say To be able to express ideas as complex as the one he does Like he's done stoicism in posts like that Which is really incredible when you think about it That he can explain something accurately and clearly That concisely And I think think,
0: you need to know who your target audience is. Are you targeting the person that's literally just started in the gym? Are you targeting expert coaches that have been in the field for 10 plus years? Your information information needs to be targeted at someone.
1: 100%. I I think that's a really important point because who are you targeting for? I see a lot of of accounts are putting out good information. They're not doing anything wrong, but they get caught in that no man's land between this is for coaches, this is for athletes, and they don't really know who their, their audience is. So a better picture bit more research maybe into who's following you who it is you want to follow you so that if you do come across their discover page or something it's coming across the right ones because if you're trying to talk to other coaches you're probably going to talk in a manner that athletes might not quite you're going to talk to coaches very differently and athletes might not be on board with that level of detail and coaches are going to look at it with less detail and be like oh this is an athlete's page not mine so then learning inside out basically it comes down to Communication, like so much coaching and then really knowing what it is you want to do, like you said, with knowing your audience so that you can say the right thing to the right people.
0: Yeah. What um, I was going to say, you need to also be able to communicate with those outside of your own posts. Yeah. You need to be able to comment on theirs if you're not following them and actually interacting with those other coaches or other athletes that you want yeah. to actually get your information then you're kicking yourself in the foot. It literally puts in more time. Just go seek out the information that you want. Give them a shout out. And as much as anything, share their content because they're probably going to do the same back for yours. If you found something valuable and you think that yours is going to be valuable to them, let them know about it.
1: Well, that loops back to the first point as well because if someone's, you know, we talk about the overemphasis of the negative and the call-out culture and all the bullshit that comes with social media. People arguing over like really dumb stuff. If it comes back to, hey, this is really good, share it, get it out there, help that message. But, you know, like I find there's a lot of coaches who talk about, oh, we want the right message coming out and we don't want to see the bullshit. So we're going to, people justify call out culture in SNC by saying, well, we should call out the bullshit shot goes away. One, how's that going for us? Yeah. Two, do the opposite. Repost the positive so that that overtakes the negative. Yeah. So um, Angus does that quite well. Um, Coach DK Daniel Cutler does that really well. He posts a lot of really good stuff, and when he does post negative stuff, I think he kind of he handles it with a better tact than many. Yep. Um. That kind of approach of really pushing the positive is so much better way to go about it because positive reinforcement in terms of that people are gearing their social media strategies towards reach at a, an oversimplified level. And the reason many of the, the Circus Tricks accounts are successful is because the reach works. It's a great way to get reach. So if you want to see people go back towards a proper methodology, using other people's words, not mine, you want to see more of the Cadlitch, Angus Bradley type accounts, William Wayland, etc. then repost those accounts so that becomes the way to get reach. And that'll be what the new people coming through do.
0: It's the ultimate network networking tool, isn't it?
1: Because every time you post calling somebody out, particularly there's one account that gets called out more than anybody else I've ever seen. <laughs> every time you repost him, if you're trying to knock him down, it's not working. Like it's a dumb way to go about it in the first instance. But if you're trying to cut that down and be like, this is dumb. Every time you repost him, you give him more reach and you reinforce what he's doing.
0: Does that mean we're guilty of that too? Well, a uh, little bit. <laughs>
1: we're, doing it, we're doing it from a comedy point of view. We're not trying to actually, you know, we hate this guy, anything like that. It's like, hey, probably don't do the this. The funny
0: part. thing is, there's some decent stuff that he does, but just the bad stuff is just really, really bad. If
1: you go looking into the interviews he's done and stuff, and he actually says openly, I think it was with Kier that a lot of the the um, exercises he uses are much more mundane than what are present on his Instagram channel yeah. it's just that that gets the reach and every time someone reposts oh this is bullshit what he's a clown he's playing the think. system he's just game to the system and you know I don't like most of the exercises either but we've got better things to do with our time than going shit about what Seedsman posted you know what I mean yeah. repost William Whalen <laughs> repost something good like let's yeah. actually build out the good stuff in SNC. Yeah. Rather than this, oh, I'm smarter than this guy. Because that's what it boils down to. It's like, hey, look at me, I'm smarter than you.
0: Let's go to what I'll consider the bad. Now, this isn't necessarily bad content. It's just good content that's repeated endlessly. And it almost puts people in one lane. Like, this is the only way to do something.
1: That definitely does happen. I think it becomes a safety thing in that Part of it's the call out stuff. And we've written about that is I don't want to get called out by the community. So I'm going to post super safe and everything must look like this and robotic movement and yep. perfect technique, which is, you know, if you're in bodybuilding or like certain elements of the fitness industry that maybe has a place. Even in powerlifting? Yeah, maybe. I can see it. Yeah, there's there's a better application there. When, like it's, S&C, atle- when it's athletic different. S&C, it's just dumb because sport is varied sport is dynamic movement is varied movement is dynamic that if you're not if you're preparing your athletes to go out on the field and move perfectly in your whatever your definition is of perfect biomechanics that isn't the real world like jazz had a great coach a great quote sorry have you watched sport like it's mayhem out there so when you like you're saying the bad like people are posting all this super and it becomes a some are scared of the call out some of virtue signaling i think you see it a lot from the physio crowd yeah. of it must look like this otherwise your knees gonna spontaneously combust it's like eh, well if it- it's
0: on one end of the spectrum it's probably not true because not everyone's the same and it goes back to putting one piece of information and thinking that it's a one size fits all
1: yeah well i mean i'm like five foot eight and you're seven foot nine or whatever <laughs> you are so we're gonna move differently we've got yeah. different leaves we've got different bodies the way I change direction the way you change direction is gonna be different so this whole everything has to be the same Altus have done a great job of their content sort of looking at different biomechanics and different athletes gonna run differently yeah etc where this whole, like sort of like you mentioned there is at times and with different people elements of right and wrong must be this way that's not how it works so yeah there's a little bit of a false image there. And again, for the young coaches coming through, looking at information, there's mixed signals of, well, movements varied, sports varied. Athletes have to be prepared for a various number of stimuluses on game day. But then I have to make them look perfect in the gym. And those two things are largely incompatible.
0: Yeah, I think I had that mindset too when uh, we first started the page for Australian Athletic Centre. And I think a lot of young coaches do going our Instagram page has to be perfect. Every single piece of information I have to put out there is perfect. Nothing is perfect when it comes to SNC. is no written textbook about how to train every single athlete out there.
1: 100%. I think Brett Bartholomew's done a really, really good job of his posts have sometimes really great sarcastic comments at the end of the questions he's preempting he might get asked. And he's obviously done this from experience because some of the questions are so specific and we've received some similar ones as well at times where no it doesn't look perfect no it's not gonna be perfect that's not how the world works they're learning skill acquisition doesn't work as perfect regression progression where oh you can do that so now we're going to do this and that looks perfect when they do something new it's not going to look like it's new to them like you don't just ride a bike for the first time it goes in a perfectly straight line
0: and if that was the case we would claim to prevent every single injury out there, that's we it. could. If it was like a textbook, we would be able to prevent every single injury out there. We can't. That's it.
1: It's so, okay. <laughs> that's it. So you try and minimize the best, minimize the injuries the best you can. You try and put them in a position to succeed. You try and prevent the preventable. But sports chaos, and depending on which sport, the chaos gets worse and worse. And, you know, if you're working with guys in footy or girls in footy, doesn't like anyone in a contact sport—footy, rugby, MMA—those injuries happen, man. So. The non-contact ones, we're trying to do our best job, but as soon as there's collisions involved, you just, you are playing darts at a certain level.
0: Yeah. Let's finally go on to the ugly. Now, we've all seen content from various accounts. Mm -hmm. Who's to blame for this actually having such a massive outreach?
1: I don't think there is to blame. I think, I mean, if you're trying to pick one thing, it's probably however the algorithm works, which is something way, 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 way above my pay grade. But
0: And something that we really can't control.
1: Well, who cares? You know what I mean? Like, is it that big a deal? I don't actually think it, you know, like pe- people talk about what Seedsman posts as if it's going to be the sky falling down for strength and conditioning. It's really not. Like there's been trainers doing party tricks in the gym For years, remember the old CrossFit one of people standing long ways on a kettlebell doing a pistol squat. Yeah, we've been doing circus tricks in the gym for years. It's not new. It's just that the Instagram algorithm kind of rewards it, so you see pages like that. If that doesn't appeal to you, if you don't think it's a useful exercise, skip it. it. That's fine. If you see something that Cal Dietz or William Wayland posts or whatever, or us, and you like it, use it. Reach out, say to them, "Hey, I like this." You know, one of the things that we skipped over in the good is like the communication you can have with other coaches. Cause the, I reckon I've only ever had one coach. I sent a message on social media, not reply to me. No one's ever been rude in terms of when I've reached out and gone, "Hey mate, I've got a question." Um, and I was asking that guy about some of the gear he had. I wasn't even asking an SNC question. I, the guy had a ramp. Gear
0: being equipment. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, just My, uh, the guy
1: I messaged had a ramp in his gym to okay. run a hill, and I was asking him <laughs> about the dimensions of the ramp. But the guy had like five hundred thousand Instagram followers, so I would have been one of thousand DMs. But every other coach I've ever messaged has been super generous with their time, super generous with their explanations. They've been great. So when you have conversations like that, reach out and be like, hey, I like this. They'll probably give you some pointers on why they use it, how they got there, etc. The whole Seedsman's exercise is bullshit. Who cares, move on, don't use it. It doesn't matter. Like, just keep scrolling. Or don't, better yet, don't follow them if you don't like it. That's the thing that blows my mind.
0: The crazy part is that we control the algorithm as in we people that consume that content, and control the algorithm. If we don't like something, don't have to comment on it. Don't have to share it because that just feeds into the algorithm. People, well, Instagram, Facebook, social media want you to stay connected for as long as possible. So if you're interacting with that media, it's probably going to get more shares. Hence why people are going to keep putting out content like that. that.
1: So And maybe I'm boring. I don't know if I'm old and grumpy or what, but if you don't like someone's gear on their account, why are you following it? Like, I don't understand this idea of following an account to complain about what that account posts
0: that's the way unfollow that, we live that in. shit yeah. but we like to consume because we like to almost get angry and think that we're better than like, someone
1: I think the ugliest part of it for me is the whole I'm smarter than this guy okay cool what, what do you want a lolly like do you want a high five <laughs> do you want me to tell you we love you it's okay it's all good if you think you're smarter than that guy that's fine man but move on and like I said to the interns last week, like this arguing over I'm a better coach than you because my athletes do power cleans and oh, I can teach a room full of forty athletes who are five years old to do a power clean in three minutes. No one cares, bro. Create a positive change in the athletes. We're yeah. trying. We're trying to drive adaptation in strength or power or speed or resilience or whatever it is. Drive that change, however you do it. You're not a better coach than someone because you use different exercises.
0: Mhm. I love it. Consume better content ignore the content that you don't like
1: just unfollow and keep scrolling man
0: social media you'll feel better
1: you'll you have a better day if you're not arguing with people on social media <laughs> you're just going to enjoy your life way more
0: so you're going to take that hiatus from social media soon
1: I reckon it's probably going to start pretty soon I was talking to about it the other day and I'm, I'm all aboard
0: <laughs> so if we disappear off the socials for about a month guys don't be surprised Adam and Daniel thank you for <laughs> <laughs> Literally. bringing up that conversation saying that Adam do you have any take home words for social media
1: I think i just said it unfollow the accounts you don't like keep scrolling don't get in arguments with people on social media it's not going anywhere good you're not going to make yourself feel better you're not going to win the argument it's social media just if you like it reach out chat to them share it do whatever you want to do if you don't like it keep scrolling man
0: most importantly follow australian athletics and on all social media platforms if you like it or not hopefully you like it that's it god damn all right guys thanks for tuning in a bit of a different episode this time around but hopefully that give you a little bit of insight into well our thoughts in terms of social media how you should hopefully consume social media and let's make it a better fitness industry all around sounds good see you for the next episode